It's time to chat some bollocks about fanny tits and bum. No topic is off the limit for these potty mouth found mums. So tell us all your secrets, we like to share the truth. About saggy tits and anal warts and ice cubes up your hoof. No, no. holes barred. Hi, Laura. Um, it's only been two days since I've seen your beautiful face And it's only been 45 minutes since we started chatting And we won't <laughs> just start recording We always have so much to say I know There's and always so much you, to share You actually said You actually said But what if when we speak on Thursday We've about... got nothing to talk about It's like it's you just, don't know us It's not possible It's not possible <laughs> I mean has anything exciting happened to you in the last two days? Oh, we painted the front of our house that is exciting. What about you? No. <laughs> <laughs> um, nothing. The most exciting thing that has happened, um, I left a tea towel out in the garden <gasps> and the fucking foxes have oh, ravaged it. No. Shit on it or like ripped it to pieces? They've ripped it to fucking pieces. Absolute wankers. Um, so yeah, that's it. That's the only excitement that I have to relay back to you. I did remember, I did think though, there was something that I wanted to tell you. Yeah. Remember many, many moons ago, I bought the sexy basque to wear. Yes. I finally, finally wore it after about a year of purchasing it the other day. Yeah. Went down the street, mate. Hang on. So you've had a second lot of sexy time. Second lot of sexy time. Not in the two days since, you know, we last spoke, but since I talked about sexy time, I was wearing the basque during sexy time. So you've worn it. So you've done sexy time twice. <laughs> I've done no sexy time what, <laughs> for a while. It's like twice in the space of what a month. I mean, that is a record for us. That is absolute record. Don't know what's happened. And you enjoyed the bask. The bask sounds like how a posh person would say a bath. The bask. <laughs> yeah, um, it was. It's yeah, it's so hot. I forget. Not. I love having nice underwear. Yeah, I, I love it. I genuinely. Steve bought me. He generally buys my underwear. Love him. Other oh than the, obviously the multi pack, yeah, the multi pack. That, that was the, the ultimate in they sexy nice underwear pants. purchases. Nice <laughs> but he bought me um, this really beautiful bra at Christmas, a matching pants set. Yeah, and it is my size, but mate, it is. It's not fucking going on. Where's it from? I don't know actually. Oh, I'd love, I'm so intrigued by this. I'm also so furious because Rob has never bought me underwear. Yeah, Steve always buys me underwear. Never, not even. Does he sometimes just does he just like randomly get it, or is it for occasions like birthdays and things like that? Or is it would it just be like, well, no, I've bought something for you. Would you just do that and spring? No, it? no, he wouldn't no. do that. No, he'll do it at like Christmas on birthdays. What a shit like, husband! <laughs> yeah, what a fucking cunt! <laughs> How am I married to him? <laughs> oh, that's so sweet. I've had a pair of knickers bought for me by an ex-boyfriend. That's it. I don't think any of my boyfriends have ever bought me underwear. Because they prefer me naked. Not true. Yeah. Whereas Steve obviously likes me with clothes on. Not true. Um, <laughs> I got a pair of knickers from uh, Agent Provocateur. Ooh, I've never shot there before. Yeah. Well, why would you? Because the fucking knickers cost about £150. And it's not even that nice, the fabric. It's like, it must be lace, but they're very, very small. And I've, that's what I've noticed, actually. Just thinking about those knickers, because I've still got them. And the last time I put them on, it covered about a centimetre of my labia. That was it. You know, and it's got the the uh, stitching. Yeah. I hate those pants that have got the stitching down the middle because I just feel like 
my lips club together and engulf it. I hate them. Like down the middle bit of the yeah. gusset. And it goes yeah. right through your labia. <laughs> yeah. Like a cheese grater. Cheese wire. One of those things. Also good as a murder weapon. One of those. Yeah, one of those. <laughs> it is a murder you... weapon. You're is murdering it? my vulva. So like, has my fanny actually got bigger? Oh, mine's definitely got bigger since having kids. Yeah. I never lost the puff, the puffer fish vibes. It's, it went down a bit, but I was just surprised putting on those knickers. I had those when I was probably about 25. I got oh, you're the same as me then. You're a knicker whore. Oh, yeah. I've just I'm... literally ditched a shitload of pants and tights. I'm like, why? I'm never going to wear these. How bad are you at holding on to like... <laughs> period because that you've oh, stained and that look like there's been a murder scene you're like it's all right I'll just wear those when I have my period I've got really good recently of chucking them out but previous to that I would just hold on to them but the problem with that now is I'm like where the fuck are those pants and I'm like oh shit I threw them out mate I've done the same thing that's so strange all of a sudden it just seems to have hit 38 and gone wait a minute this knickers situation is outrageous and uh, yeah. just ditched a load of dirty old stained knickers they're not dirty because obviously i wash them but they're stained yeah to shit. The bleach stained yes bleach. yeah no same <laughs> the alcohol alkaline vibes of my for jj my alcoholic chain smoking vagina <laughs> yeah that, that that one those ones, they've a load of them have gone in the bin because I, I would get to bedtime and I do like a good pair of pants at bedtime. You don't want them to be stuck anywhere. Oh my God. This is, we are entering an entire conversation right now. I know because you got, you're pantless, aren't you? Yes. So Hate this is it. the big debate. Do you wear knickers to bed or not? I'm a knicker wearer. I can't. I cannot get my head around it. I hate it. My nan used to fall to go Nicholas. And to be honest with you, I think that makes her the biggest cunt because I hated it. Really? It makes me, yeah, it makes me hate her for <laughs> it. It made me feel so uncomfortable. She'd be like, it's good. And I'd be like, but I don't want to go Nicholas. And she'd fucking force me to do it. So just reminiscent of my nan. It's totally. Obviously, it's a complete, pre- it's a complete preference, isn't it? It's up to you totally what you is. do. If you want to do it, then do it. But if you don't want to do it, don't. Yeah. I ain't going to bed without at least you know, a draft circulating around the old minge. I couldn't, I couldn't wear knickers. It's like people that sleep naked. I couldn't do that. When it's really, really hot, I sleep naked, but I don't, I'm not a fan of it. It's not something that I would choose to do. What I wear, whether it be January or December, although (laughs) they're right right next to each other. (laughs) Whether it be January or July, doesn't matter when it is, I will wear a strappy top and a pair of pants to bed. That's all I wear. That's all you wear. That's yeah. quite good. I mean, I find I can't wear full blown pajamas. I get um oh yeah, I can't wear like a long sleeve top pajama. I get too hot. I'm How very can hot. You have your gusset out in a in a pair of trousers. It's just hanging all you know loosey goosey inside, getting a little yeah. bit of the old uh, breeze on it. Yeah, I, I I'm like I couldn't wear knickers. Oh god, your trousers in the morning. Obviously, I wear knickers in a hundred period, but I couldn't wear them otherwise. I feel my Fanny craves freedom. She's like Braveheart, all right? Yeah, whereas I think mine likes to just, mine likes to be cuddled a lot <laughs> by nothing other than my pants. <laughs> she actually is a bit like Braveheart. She's kind of like quite angry, Scottish, you know, heritage. <laughs> like Brave, the ginger hair. Oh, 
Oh, that's exactly okay. what you yeah. are. There we you go. You said Brave Heart, didn't you? Yeah, Brave Heart. I mean, I like that because it's a bit more violent. I feel like, you know, Dot, when she's uh, had a few gins, she's quite angry. Yeah, but Brave with the long curly hair, that's effectively <laughs> what you are. It's true. I love that film. It's a really good film. Um, and uh, Oliver does is. say, oh, look, mummy, she looks like you. I'm like, yeah, thanks, babe. Disney princess, check me out. You look like a 12-year-old girl. Yeah, that's nice. <laughs> <laughs> um so i guess this would be that point where i frantically remember shit i was meant to have done an icebreaker yeah, but you know what? i feel like the debate of the knickers is a good icebreaker no because this is what you said a couple of weeks ago and you're like no that can be the icebreaker and then it, you were like it was shit laura so we're not gonna know but that, that one was shit because that's that was just a shit idea wasn't it of mine are you ready how do you stay productive and motivated working virtually? Oh my God, is this a fucking job interview? Um, yeah, hi, I've applied for the job of a media strategist. Um, what does that mean? <laughs> Nothing, it's not a real job. Um, I, I, I'm going to be, I find it incredibly difficult. Yeah, I find I it incredibly difficult. So we both work from home, don't we? And we do. I know people are like, fucking work. You call your fucking job work. Well, actually, mate, yeah, it's the hardest I've ever worked in my whole life. Yeah. Don't, don't though, because you're going to piss off for saying that. Someone or, or more than one will be incredibly agitated by the idea that you dare to do something that they probably wouldn't be able to do themselves. Yeah, so... so- Fuck you, Fuck bitches! You. Um, I yeah, it's it's strange, isn't it? Because uh, we we have no boundaries in what we do. I mean, literally, we don't have any boundaries anyway, no personally. Boundaries anyway, yeah. But it's just work and life balance is not it's non-existent because it's no, all just flows into this weird. You know, it's really hard to create those boundaries. And I think both you and I are quite shit at doing it. To be quite honest, yeah, yeah, yeah no, I agree with that. But when I do have work on. And I have to be uh, really focused. I f- I have. it's near impossible for me. I Mm. find it so hard to fucking focus. And I found now, I've never done this in my life before. I will sit down for like 20 minutes and do something and then be like, oh, oh God, I got so much of the kitchen to eat. And I have started eating purely to distract myself. And I've never done that. I don't think I've ever done that before in any of my other jobs because my other jobs have always been like in an office or in an environment where I'm in, you know, a space with other people. Whereas now, because it's just me on my own staring at a fucking computer screen, I just eat so much. Oh, I think I was worse for it when I worked in an office. Really? Oh, yeah, no, it was terrible fucking terrible. I, I mean, to be fair, I was in my early 20s, but I remember in my old job, I would walk over to like the local, uh, what do you want to call it? Shop, little local shop. And I'd buy like a giant bag of skips and I'd eat them by <laughs> half nine in the morning. <laughs> I would have no issues with uh, with chugging one of those down. Yeah, I, po- I polished off seven biscuits yesterday. Seven biscuits and then, and then I ate. I don't even know why that's bad. Like half a, half a bag of the Percy Pits. I ate a whole pack of chocolate fucking... Fingers today. Did you? Yeah. You always make me feel better about it, to be honest. Thanks. So our Thanks. camera on the front of our house, obviously we've we painted the front of the house today, and our camera on our um doorbell just seemed to capture Steve doing all of it. 
and capture me stood <laughs> doing nothing. So <laughs> there's like one of me sat on the wall. There's one of another one sat on me, uh, sat or another one of me looking at him while he's climbing up the ladder. Yeah. Another one of me eating biscuits and kicking stones back into like the gravel bit of our garden <laughs> and basically doing fuck all else. So yeah, I'd love a biscuit. Oh, I've got a question for you with Steve being up the ladder. Did you, um, did you fancy jerking him off at any point? Uh, you know what? No. <laughs> remember that story? I do remember that story. And the jizz landed on the dog. To be fair, Willow actually got quite a bit of paint on her, so it could look like jizz. Yeah. But no. Didn't I didn't have I, that sexual urge then. No, no, it wasn't no. the mood. The ladder wasn't doing it for you. There was no sexual urge to watching him so clamped in the buttock area because he was God. so high on the ladder that he was scared oh that's so funny because rob went up the ladder to do something on the window the other day on the first floor and his bum was so clenched yeah he's like his entire trousers <laughs> were just up it because like, he'd swallowed it from the fan yeah. i was like fucking hell mate do you want to actually eat those underpants of yours <laughs> that's hilarious same exactly the same what about you do you find it difficult to be motivated and focus? I can't believe we've genuinely taken that. I, that I was saying I was doing it in a joke way, but no, I'm, I'm not very, I find it really difficult to be motivated when I don't have structure yeah. and our job has zero structure. So no. I find it incredibly difficult to yeah. apply myself. <laughs> yeah, I've got like this list of all these things that I was going to do and that I've yeah. never done them. No. I, and I'll, be like, I'll put it off, I'll put it off, put it off. And then I'm like, yeah. shit, I shouldn't have put that off. The thing that I do find, and this is why I, I definitely miss working with people. Obviously, this is part of our job, isn't it? Me and yeah. you doing this and I fucking love it. And I, one of the biggest reasons I love it is that I get to be with you oh, and I get don't. to like socialise. But it's like it feels really social. And we have a good old chinwag and we talk either side of the record and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So I can feel like, okay, you're my colleague as much as you are my friend or whatever. But I find if it's us two doing something, I have so much more motivation. Do you know what I mean? Like if it, because it's yeah. the two of us and it's not just doing it for yourself. Yeah. So it's got nothing to do with the fact that it's me. It's just to do with the fact that I'm a work colleague. Yeah. <laughs> Ouch. That really hurt. I've absolutely reduced you there, haven't I? That was very reductive. I mean, I've sent you, especially this year, some proper soppy. You have heartfelt messages oh, I just bloody send them back with them no, not really. just, i'm gonna put my out of office on next time <laughs> <You say that. laughs> but then i'll get one back going yeah same mate and i'm like okay. oh, off. i'm gonna have to find something out i'm gonna oh, screenshot them and send it back to you is this you getting me back with a sign that i didn't follow you first <laughs> <laughs> if ever i apply something like that no, 100% that I am probably dealing with a shitty child in that moment. But I'm like, oh no, she's seen. Well, normally it's when your kids are in bed, but it's like, it's all right. I, you know what? I've never clung on to it in any way, shape or form. Are you joking? Edith doesn't go to bed. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I hate that frantically searching your WhatsApp. Oh no, I was going to say, you know, like on WhatsApp, because you know someone's seen your message. I've turned that off so you don't know what my uh, sim I need to, but then I feel bad because I'm like, oh no, she's seen that senior, she's going to think that I don't care, so I just need to quickly just do something, acknowledge it, and then never acknowledge it again and move on from it. And then two minutes later, I fucking forget because I've yeah. got the brain of a of a what's got no Please memory. Stop because I feel like you're digging and it hurts more. <laughs> um, so 
how do you feel about having some factual information in your ears? Okay, so some gonna hit you with some knowledge. I think you're gonna really like this one, Ooh, and I bet it's something I like that all of them. I, I, I really, I hadn't even comprehended this before I started looking into it. So I don't know how I can lead into Laura. Have you heard? Because it doesn't really. Fly what I'm going to talk about, but I'll say it anyway. Should we just say it? Please. <laughs> Laura, have you heard? No, I haven't. Have you ever thought about where the anatomical words for parts of our body have sort of originated from? Um, pretty much 90% of my stoned life. Really? I would, with Steve and I would go really in depth, like, why? Do we call it rubbish? Uh, Who came up with the term rubbish? Why are boobs called boobs? Yeah. Yeah. Did you ever come up with any answers for the boobs in particular? No, mate, no, we never researched it. We were too stoned. Okay. Yeah, I, I totally, I'm, I understand. I've been there. So this is the thing, right? Especially about women's body parts. Women's body parts have pretty much exclusively been named by men. Oh. I know. Sure. And a lot of the part of our, and, uh, you know, like reproductive system, whatever. Like, for example, I mean, they sound so ridiculous. Fallopian tubes, right? Mm-hmm. Gabriel Fallopian discovered them, named them, whatever. Who the so, fuck is Gabriel? Yeah, exactly. Gabe. Gabriel Fallopian, who the fuck's that? Oh, and you know, you know, someone with a name like Gabriel, no offense to anyone called Gabriel. Or naming their child Gabriel, but you can guarantee ninety percent of them were born yeah. into a seventeen-bedroom house. Yeah, hundred percent. Because also, this is all back in ye olden days as yeah. well, when men dominated medicine. Anyway, so we've got. Uh, do you know why it's called the G shot? G shot. <laughs> the G shot. It's called. Do you know why it's called the G spot? No. Because a, a man called Grafenberg discovered it so this that's is infuriating why isn't it infuriating i've got so many you want to change it to the f spot <laughs> well this is what i'm going to lead on to in a minute um and then there's also something called the bar barfalins glands which are, Where are they? In, they're attached to the labia I mean, attached. I'm like, what? Are they like additional carry-on luggage? Where are they? What are they? What is that? I'll have to look that up. Luggage. Excess baggage. <laughs> that's what I've got. Fucking hell. <laughs> um, pouch of Douglas. That's something that's tucked up behind the uterus. So like, just, just generally, all of our female parts have been named by men. You're educating me in names, the, the what? Baculus, what is it? The Baculus. Barfalins glands. Barfalins glands. Let me just see what they are. But I've never, I mean, I've never heard that terminology before, but. Oh, it's a pair of glands that are found just behind, behind and either side of the lips that surround the entrance of the vagina. I, I think I know where, I think I felt them. Oh, fuck off, Vic. But they secrete fluid when you... So, so they're, they're what lube you up, basically. Of course you felt them. You're like, oh, yeah, I felt my A spot before. I know where my G spot is. Oh, I know where my cervix is. <laughs> oh, I know where my Bartholomew fucking glands are. Of course you do. <laughs> Laura, do you know how many hours that I've spent squat Iran mirror? Clearly, I've spent none. Of course I fucking know these things. <laughs> I've spent none. <laughs> Most of my youth. 
me just put it that way. Um, so, so this is, yeah. Uh, so another another thing named after a man. Do you know the, where the word hymen comes from? Don't. So it originates from the masculine Greek god of marriage who died on his wedding night. Good. <laughs> and, and hymen is derived from the Greek word which basically means membrane but it was the it was some it was the father of modern anatomy Vesalius who in the 16th century first used the term specifically for the covering of the vaginal orifice but then think about the like connotation of that so it's hymen greek god who died on his wedding night so it's like yeah, your vagina you dies on your wedding night what the hell? That's so depressing. Um, I mean, I could go on. There's lots of other things. I did discover that clitoris comes from the Greek, and this is actually quite nice. Uh, it comes from the Greek word meaning key. So, like, it's the key to unlocking the minge. Well, that's slightly, the but, pleasure. but did, the man, that's quite nice. did the man come up with yeah, that? Yeah, unfortunately. So, it's an old one. It's an old one in it. I like men, but I don't like those kinds of men. Men that can lay claim on upon a f- fucking item on another person that they don't even own. Oh yeah, I mean, what can we do? But what so what can we do about it? Because this is this is embedded in. Oh, and everything like how like, can you, you undo just it? two random people doing a podcast we can't then turn around and go that's it i'm changing every single bit of literature ever including the fucking dictionary and i'm gonna make it into other words mate so this leads me very smoothly into my next question for you mm. i want you to rename parts of the vagina <laughs> no i want you to rename parts of the vulva because the vulva is what encompasses your lips, your clitoris, and your vagina. I mean, I'm so disappointed. Vagina is like our favourite word. I it didn't say about and the it was um, origin of man. that. I need to know what that means. It's very difficult, though, because like you say, it's entrenched, isn't it? Because then you just think, oh, I'll name it. I don't know. What would you call your clit? Clitoris could be... Fakurum. <laughs> I wasn't expecting that. Feminine. What does Vicorum mean? Um, fuck them in French. Ah, does it? No, I have no oh. idea. <laughs> I could have totally got right, got away with that one. I have no idea. <laughs> See, I was, I think I would just do something like name it something really literal. So, um, like the pleasure be. But oh my god, fuck off! That's what I was gonna call it. Shut up. No, it wasn't. 100%. Oh my God, really? <laughs> can we just confirm that did that was that was not? Yeah, but did you see my face then when that when you said that? I've never seen you so excited. Fucking life. hell. That's that was exactly what I was gonna call it. You read my mind. Oh, oh my god, god, that makes me feel like really happy. <laughs> I'm so connected to you. Because we're connected at the pleasure bee. <laughs> Oh, I said beacon. Oh, oh. Said bean. bean felt too close. Oh, a oh. disappointment. Oh, God. I'm coming <laughs> down from that high almost instantly. <laughs> I'm crashing. I'm, I'm crashing. crashing. Oh, I like beacon more. Pleasure beacon. It's like a honing beacon. That's good. I like that. See, why can't we call it that? Yeah. Renaming it. What about labia? I mean, what the fuck? Labia is a ridiculous name. Yeah. Labia. You want something that's like descriptive, but it's also 
it explains sort of like its purpose because pleasure your cassette beacon holder. does that. What's that? Your cassette holder. That's <laughs> <laughs> um, maybe a bit too obscure. You want you because you need to. It needs to sort of your class explain its function. Yeah. <laughs> technically, it shuts. That's true. I was kind of thinking that they are like. <laughs> They're a bit like helmets, though, for your vagina, aren't they? Because they're like keeping everything. They're keeping it cushioned, or oh, cushion could be involved. Yeah, pussy your cushion. Meat cushion, or your meat cushion. Yeah, yeah. See, this is this is great. I your hairy cushion. Your hairy, your hairy cushion. Your hairy meat cushion. <laughs> hairy meat cushion. <laughs> Don't quite roll off the same as the labia. As labia. So if I was going, you know, to a doctor's appointment, like I've got some issues with my hairy meat cushion. I'm not sure how seriously they <laughs> take me. Excuse me, like, yeah, um, I'm actually rejecting the um term. And I really need you to understand that I prefer it to be referred to as a hairy meat cushion. I'm a progressive feminist. Yeah. Yeah. So my femininity does not need to be defined by a man who named it in the 17th century. Exactly. There we go. Oh my God, we could change the world. I feel like we're onto something here. <laughs> we'll change the world <gasps> and all of the very few listeners in comparison to the whole world. That actually I exists. think that this will be an excellent little poll to do on stories. We yeah. want new names. We could get some and really we will good names. share them next week. <gasps> yes. Okay. We're definitely going to do that. That's fucking brilliant. So um, yeah, there you go. Little just insight into how women are fucked and um, the world is ruled by the patriarchy. Even down to the name of our vagina. Even down to the one fucking thing that gives us pleasure. You, ha- you just won't let us have one thing, will you? Even down to the one thing is on our being. Yeah. It's on our, it's, it's physically exactly. on us. How can you, how, how can, can you, you lay claim us? to that? Oh, it's, yeah, it's, it's mad. Um, and I'd never, ever even remotely considered it before no so actually we're talking about that but there are actually some swedish activists that have called for english speakers to replace the sexist terms in their own language (gasps) and they were saying this is one of their suggestions renaming the hymen with a new term vaginal corona now i'm not sure that's really going to sit well given that we've just been in a pandemic for the last year and a half that um is about corona (laughs) Yeah, I'm guessing they were completely unaware of Corona. Yeah, is at the that time to, when you got vaginal Corona? Is that when you got? Was your fanny got a cough? Yeah, I mean, mine has. Dot cotton, always yeah. coughing. Yeah, <laughs> but it's coughing out lubrication because you oh, wanted to make sure out of my glands, how moist are. you are. <laughs> I'm not dried up. I'm going to call those my pee dampeners. <laughs> dampness <laughs> little pee little damp glands there you go uh so i hope you enjoyed that i did enjoy that while being infuriated more fascinating insights into the history of minges and how it's completely ruined by men men right i have a little story for victoria you know, when you're in lockdown and you're bored, so you think, hmm, what's a fun thing to do right now? And obviously sending nudes to your ex seems like a legitimate form of entertainment. Well, the lighting wasn't flattering, so I decided to inst- 
filter the shit out of myself. So I'm looking pretty decent, but then accidentally share the nude to my Insta story for everyone to see. I start panicking so much so that I was almost sick, watching the wheel spin as it was uploading, knowing I was powerless to stop it until it was already out there, thinking fuck, 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 as I fumbled to remove the, the post. My temperature skyrocketed so much so I thought I had coronavirus. Finally removed the post after the longest five seconds of my life and immediately text my girlfriends to laugh about it. You know, I'm not sure if anyone did get a glimpse of the goods, but no one mentioned it. Didn't think it was possible to publicly humiliate myself during a lockdown. Uh, there is a way I'll find it. <laughs> I mean, it's easily done though, isn't it? I've, I've never accidentally, I mean, I obviously quite publicly, 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 public- Fucking hell. I quite publicly post. (laughs) (laughs) Publicly post nudes is quite difficult to say. Um, So you don't do a full frontal of your hairy meat cushion, do you? You just. And I wouldn't. When it knocks. That, that, even to Steve. Even to Steve. Not anymore. We've had the, you know, I can't, I'm over the old sexy photos. I did take a picture in that basque when I bought it four and a half years ago, whenever it was, and sent that to Rob. But, you know, if, if I'd sent that back in the day, we'd have come home and we would just, you know, got on with it straight away. You would have been in it waiting. But it's taken a year. <laughs> it's taken <laughs> it's a year. I took that, sent that and it'll probably time. be another year if we should. <laughs> I got a fucking response. Um, I haven't, I haven't done, I haven't sent a picture to the wrong person, but I have, and I do, I bet you find this on WhatsApp as well. I have replied to the wrong chat whilst been simultaneously slagging off someone that's in the other chat no i've never had that happen i've done before. that i've yeah. sense i've sexted a friend before instead of somebody else yeah obviously well, when i, I was it, it might have been steve could have been because of her name in the alphabetical what she called steve as well for whatsapp no she's called <laughs> tasha and she was the next person in the list and i'd be like I'd send her stuff and she'd be like, I don't think this is for me. And I'd be like, oh, oh my God. No, oh my God. What did you say? I can't remember. So sorry. Oh, it would have just been filth. Whatever. It wasn't pictures. I do miss the sexy um, text chats though. I did love to like them. Oh, I did. Never really got that involved with it, me and Rob. I think. <laughs> I was a proper text lad. I <laughs> if was. I was sent something like that, the pictures would be fine. But like if I said anything like, Dirty, as in whatever I whatever I want you to do to me later, or whatever. <laughs> it's just reply me like, thank you. <laughs> that's nice. I'm Looking like, oh my god, it. oh god, that's not best wishes. Well. Yeah, you know when I first met him, um, it didn't take long for us to move in together. It was like what yeah. two and a half weeks, but he used to send me so many nude pictures of him. Was he? Yeah. I mean, uh, Steve and I, obviously, when we first got together, as hilarious as it is, camera phones weren't a thing. Yeah. And so then do that. No, but then, you know, I still was sending sexy pictures to Steve when we were mortgaged. Wow, really? Yeah. I'd send them to him when he was at work. And I'd yeah. be like, this is hey. what you're missing out on. Uh, 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 I'm like, no, like, by the time you get home, I'm not going to be in the mood. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, like you do the sexy picture, and then you're like, next minute, you just stood looking in the fridge, eating raw hot dogs out of the jar <laughs> in your underwear. 
because you're like, yeah. well, you can't see this bit, can I? Actually, when I put on the Basque the other night, uh, there was a period of waiting because Rob was putting the kids to bed. And I honestly was there for so fucking long <laughs> waiting. I nearly <laughs> fell asleep. I was in the bedroom. I was like, put, put on a bit of sexy music. Like, dun, yeah. dun, dun. Lying there like, okay, does I look, do I look nice like yeah. this? Let me just oh, make sure. Like I look nice so many times. And then the next minute, I'm just on my phone, just like, you know, with my gut out, just texting. Yeah. And I hear him coming. I like lob the phone and get back into the position. <laughs> but yeah, he yeah. took so fucking long. So obviously it takes 4,000 hours to put my idiot children to bed. So um, yeah, I didn't know when he was going to come. I nearly fell asleep. So you go. I've done that before where I Steve's been in the shower. And yeah. I've been like, I'm going to get completely naked. And I'm going to sit on the edge of the bed. So that yeah. when he comes out, he's going to be so surprised. I'd be like, oh my god, now he's having a shave. <laughs> yeah, for fuck's sake. Yeah. <laughs> like you're ruining this fucking moment. And then literally as he goes to come out of the bathroom, I'm like, I am. I'm just naturally this sexy. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't uploaded sexy pictures to Instagram by accident. But when I first started my account and my audience was much smaller. I used to go on Instagram like stories quite pissed all the time because you just did, you know, you just did, don't you? It's like your yes. little community and blah, yeah. blah, blah. And you pretty much know everyone that's replying to your stories. Yeah. And- I can't yeah. do that now. No, no more. That's one of my rules is do not go on Instagram drunk because God knows what will come out of my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> that's mainly it. I don't drink anymore. So obviously it's wasted on, I'm teetotal. Are you teetotal forever? Yeah, I think so. Really? Yeah, that's amazing. Well, if alcohol's never been an issue for me, if someone would say, "Right, you got to stop chocolate," that would be an issue for me. Yeah, like that would be a really big issue for me. I wouldn't be able to do that. Yeah. So it's yeah. the alcohols. Where back in the day when I was younger, I I binge drank every fucking weekend. It was like really big for me, and I think. That was because I wanted to kind of fit in. And the thing is, alcohol's never really been something I've kind of grasped at. Yeah. I've done it more to just feel like I need to socially like fit, fit in. in as well. Yeah. And now I'm just like, oh, I don't want to fucking do it because actually I don't massively enjoy it. Well, you know, the other thing is as well, alcohol is a massive depressant. Yeah. So I think if you in any way suffer from depression or are anxious, don't go fucking near it. No. Because I think this is good to keep in. I think it's good to pe- for people to hear this. About being teetotal Yeah yeah So uh, our good friends They're both teetotal And like having that kind of conversation with them About how they said It's amazing how people view you differently When you choose to not drink alcohol And they do Like people just naturally assume You're not going to be as much fun Because I think a lot of people Need to drink to lose their inhibition Well yeah I mean that's what it does isn't it It's like like a temporary high And Yeah. yeah you lose your inhibitions But then just the That's the thing for me now It's like the fallout of not, I can have a glass of wine and be absolutely fine and then mm. not feel the effects of it. And I, I don't, I maybe drink like have like one night a week where I'll have a drink mm. and it doesn't normally exceed two glasses of wine. Yeah. But then fucking hell, when I've had a bender, like when I went to that wedding, yeah. Whenever that was, oh God, it wasn't, it wasn't worth it. I don't no. want to do that anymore. I really don't want to do that anymore. And I, I have people around me in my life that are recovering alcoholics and are teetotal and um, just seeing the positive impact that it's had on their life. I mean, it's different because they obviously, they had an addiction and they had to get over the addiction, which I I don't have that, but I would find it very difficult socially, especially because I don't drink a lot, not to do it. Yeah. That's the bit that I would find hard. Like I'm going out tomorrow night for dinner with my best mate 
mm-hmm. and um, we'll have wine. I know we will. And like in that scenario, I'd find that hard not to have that, but like share that bottle of wine with dinner with her. But I would like not to. Whereas I think for me, like I've always been the driver anyway. Right. So I've always been that person go, I'll come pick you up. Like you, you drink. Sure. But it's weird when you're not drinking how that person can be like, oh, I won't drink then. Yeah. Because it's like, it is a much more sociable thing to do. Yeah. Because if you do it on your own, you feel like a right okay. Yeah. Whereas it doesn't bother me. Normally, if someone's chosen to give, in, give up, to give up a thing, it's normally because of addiction a lot yeah. of the time, isn't it? Or it, yeah. normally because of something. That it's having a detrimental effect to their life in some shape or form. Yeah. Yeah. And I also think a lot of people drink alcohol to kind of escape things. I do. hundred percent. Yeah. I, I've, I don't know. I guess I've always, I've just been a binge drinker. So if yeah. I'm going to drink, I'll drink to the excess and it will be when I'm going out and I'll want to drink alcohol. And I just think, Oh, why the fuck am I doing this? Actually yeah. I'm doing it purely because I just want to fit into the environment. Yeah. And I am mental I'm sober, so I don't need to worry about <laughs> being much for that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, I don't need to drink alcohol. I think you and me could go out, and uh, we would. I wouldn't need to drink with you because we have such a laugh anyway. Yeah. Sober, like I-, I think in social situations as well, especially when you're people that you don't really know that well, mm. then I definitely will drink more because <clears throat> I feel so socially anxious. But then it makes me sort of feel worse afterwards because I drink too much out like a dick and I'm like oh my god what did I say but then like you say it's the it's the anxious fallout you get after it yeah for me it's just not worth it anymore no not at all shall we have another story uh yes please book so this is quite a wordy one um but it's worth it I've I've like actually (laughs) <laughs> I've actually told, but I've actually uh, paraphrased so much fix. There was so much information, but I'll, all right, here we go. So, hey, ladies, I have a story for you from my times as a Tinder slag. Whoop, whoop. The absolute love of my life and I broke up after five years together. And after a whole year of wallowing in my own depression and misery, I was bullied into getting Tinder by my sister. Bullied. Bullied. Love I love that. After one too many glasses of red wine, I cringed my way through the process of creating my profile and find myself on a date. With a six foot two confident gym fanatic, mm. incredible body. If you're into that kind of thing, I'm not. So it didn't impress me all that much. Are you into a nice body? Mm. I not don't. Bothered? I, I wouldn't massively be into the idea of someone being that into the gym and not that into me. What yeah. about you? Uh, yeah. I mean, when I met Rob, he was fucking so pumped. It was insane. He doesn't look anything like that anymore. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, Steve False was advertising. very, very... <laughs> Steve's always been pretty lean. But yeah, he like, looks like he is genetically quite lean. Yeah, but he he's definitely had pretty goddamn good body yeah. throughout the years. Um, but I can't say I give a shit whether he went to the gym and pumped iron or not. Yeah, he, he used to work shifts, so he had a lot of time, like downtime. So he just used to go to the gym and pump iron. Pump iron. But this guy had a cool backstory, made me laugh, seemed nice. So we chatted online, had a few Zoom dates. Oh, wow. Can you imagine a Zoom date? That no, would be bizarre. Weird. And decided we would like to meet up. Now, it needs to be noted that this was during the first wave of COVID lockdowns. So dates were pretty much written off as all the bars and restaurants were closed. And also this guy lived about two hours away from me. And uh, P.S. It was illegal to meet up. 
Yeah, that's that's the main sort of uh, point to take from that. Not just frowned upon. No, actually illegal. Uh, We decided that we both felt confident enough with each other for him to come straight to my house and stay there for a week. What? 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 Earth? That is absolute mental thinking. I mean, that probably was illegal, right? Oh no, there was a point when you could bubble up, right? Yeah, they bubbled. They bub- they bubble good He arrived. We had a fun night drinking wine, eating good food, chatting shit. You know how it goes. And as expected, we go off to bed for a night of hopefully fun, pleasurable sex. The sex was fine. Elbert, he was a bit too confident and saw himself as a bit of a porn star. Massive turn off for me. Mm, no, yeah, that like would be that. for me too. I don't like that at all. But there were one or two good moments, I guess. Also, at this point, I should mention that I quickly realized he was into being dominant. Fine by me. I'm a lazy bitch who hates going on top. So to dominate away kind sir so as predicted he came i didn't to which he then insisted that he wanted me to come too good i thought a guy who actually cares about women's pleasure after gaining confidence from listening to you two clit stim slags every tuesday isn't that lovely that's lovely oh we're lovely um i had the courage to tell him that i need my clit stimmed and the most and the best most effective way for me to orgasm is through cunnilingus so he started going down on me and as i relaxed back in the bed about a minute in just as things were starting to get juicy he looked up at me and said i'm going to start counting down from 10 when i get to one you are going to come do you understand? Oh my god! Oh, it's so like you'd instantly be what like, "What a twat!" Um, yeah, I'm instantly do not find you sexually attractive and, anymore. And also, you're not Houdini. <laughs> oh, gross! I was so shocked and mortified by what he said that I was stunned to silence. To which he must have thought I was agreeing to this weird fucking game of clit countdown. As you can imagine, my vagina immediately shriveled up, and my horror turned to hilarity as every thirty seconds he would mumble from between my lady lips. Nine. Wait a minute. <laughs> I had to bite my bottom lip to stop myself from bursting out laughing. This guy can't be serious. As he was getting closer to one, it suddenly dawned on me, what the hell am I going to do? He's literally counting down for me to come. But in reality, he's counting down the grades of the dryness of my vagina. <laughs> One being as dry as the fucking desert. I panicked and as a stereotypically polite British woman who couldn't bear the horror and awkwardness of lying there in silence when he got to one, I admit, ladies, I faked it. I would have done the same. I think I probably would have done the same out of sheer just sort of bewilderment yeah, of how I else to react else to this to madness. Yeah. Now, this brings me back to the point at the beginning of the story. Due to COVID, we decided he would stay a whole week. And yes, you guessed it. Every night we played fucking click countdown and every night I acted mm. out the best orgasm while simultaneously trying not to piss the bed with laughter. Safe to say, I waved him off and never saw the cocky click countdown cunt again. I couldn't have done that for a week. Could you? <laughs> the fucking no week. way. No way. Oh, Lord. Imagine the small woman. talk in between all of this. Yeah. You know, and being like, by the way, countdown. why the fuck are you doing that? Oh, Lord. I, maybe after like the second night, you would have been like, could we maybe just try something else? But it's really hard because if you've, if you've, Faked it the first time, yeah. then you've set the sort of precedent there, haven't you? And but- also, you're in a pandemic, like you're literally fucking stuck. 
Yeah, there's oh, nowhere that's to go. That sounds horrific. That sounds like the worst. Ex- I feel so sorry for her. Well, <laughs> so sorry for a, her. What a knob. Complete knobber, whoever you are. There's some poor fucking girl out there right now that is, is having to deal with the clip. Down. You know what? I bet he thinks that that is like his magic trick. Yeah. But basically, every time he does it, the woman is so mortified that she just fakes it. Yeah. And no one's ever turned around to him and said, He's never given him all that. Doesn't work. Who told you that no. works? <laughs> it's worked on every Where other girl. Where did you fucking love this? He's seen that in a porno. Yeah. 100%. Well, That's exactly where he's got cocky. that from. But this is the. I don't mean to stereotype here because it's probably not the right thing to say, but sometimes, you know, when you can get a guy who's really into himself so much so that he would be very into fitness. Yeah. (laughs) I don't want to stereotype that they think they're amazing at everything. Yeah. And they have absolutely no idea that the only thing they're good at is lifting weights. It's just men, isn't it? <laughs> Not stereotype. No, no, stereotype. Oh, no uh, yeah, no, you're right. It's someone that puts, that's why I'd feel wary of someone that was like a massive gym bunny. Yeah. Because it's just, but then you know what? It's hard, isn't it? Because sometimes people do all that stuff because they've got really low self-esteem. So yeah. it's just colouring it, isn't and it? And huge but mental health issues as well. This I guy know, sounds like, like a cunt. Yeah, this guy does sound like a massive cunt. And he may have mental health issues, but that doesn't make it perfectly acceptable to then count down a woman's clitoris. No. I, I have had um, one sexual partner who was pretty dominant. I was well into it. And uh, he would mm, sort of say, you can't come until I tell you to. Really? It worked. But yeah, there was like The there anticipation. Was, yeah, and also there was a lot of chemistry between us. Mm. So not so much so that you got married. <laughs> well, no, because that's the guy that told me that he wanted my cunt to dry up. So nice. <laughs> what a nice, pleasant gentleman he must have been. <laughs> I know. He was very angry at me for, I don't know, having ovaries or something. He you. knew I wanted to have children and that was his comeback. What a wanker. Uh, yeah, but absolutely. the sex was amazing while it lasted. And um, yeah, that that did, um, that, that played a part in our sexual relations a few times and I very much it's all right if you're both into it but if one of you isn't into it and you're stuck in a house together no and also he never tried to count backwards on my men that's just a bit of a weird thing to do he never counted it's just weird yeah all I can think of is (laughs) ten Nine. Imagine if he did it. Maybe that's where he got it from. It wasn't porn. It was Sesame Street. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And he was just ill-informed. He was very ill-informed. I think this may bring us to the end of the podcast, Laura. No, I I agree. I think we've had a whole lot of chat. We have had a lot of chat. I've really enjoyed tonight's. It's been been very fluid. Very fluid, almost like Bartholin's glands. Yeah, we've moist pocket somewhere up in the ovaries. You were talking (laughs) about that was called something. Someone's pocket. (laughs) Yeah, Barry's pocket. (laughs) Barry's pocket past the fallopian tubes. Oh dear, it's been fantastic. Of course, Uh, what do we need to tell everyone? Um, Firstly, 
keep sending us your stories send them in uh you can find us on instagram which we're not going to do the underscores but just follow us and find us at no holes barred podcast and jump on into our dms or what else can they do Vic? or you can email us at no holes world podcast at gmail.com and yeah we would love to hear from you we would <laughs> Yeah, we love your <laughs> stories. And basically, if you don't send us stories, then we'll just sit here and chat. Yeah, about exactly. Bollocks. We can do that. Um, we can re- do that easy, mate. We can do that easy peasy. And we can just rename all parts of the anatomy that men have stolen from women. So, literally stolen. Fucking bastards. Bastard and men. All right, then. Love you. Love you too, babes. And see you next Tuesday. See you next Tuesday. <laughs>